Hello and welcome to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project, a smart tool that provides you with current issues related to cultural heritage management, digital innovation, and sustainability in museums. The Reinherit Project is funded from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under Grant Agreement No. 101-004-545. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is Jaime Lopez from Arte Sostenible, and you are listening to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reherit Project. Don't ask yourself what museums can do for you, but what you can do for museums is the title of the new episode. Today, we have Massimo Negri, scientific director and member of the board of European Museum Academy Foundation. Massimo is a prominent expert in industrial archaeology and museology with a career spanning over 25 years. He has received a two Fulbright scholarships and has written several books and essays on the subject. He has served as a jury member and the former director of the European Museum Forum. Massimo is also a professor of museology at the University of Padua and has been involved in various research, exhibition and museum development projects. He was awarded the Order of Isabella la Católica for his contribution to cultural relationships between Spain and Italy. Hi, Massimo, and welcome to Museum SAP. Hello, thank you for the invitation. Thanks to you. How can different audiences contribute to the museum? Uh, the, the title of this uh, short conversation is uh, uh, focused uh, on a point that uh, mm, uh, I, I, it's in some sense a provocation, uh, as I think that uh, in this moment, uh, after the COVID, uh, especially museums are living a moment of strong trans transition under the pressure of different circumstances, uh, uh, especially as far as the dimension of uh, working with the audience, uh, of course, online and the, the redefinition of the physical experience in the context of what a museum can offer. A museum has been always defined because it offers something special, the physical contact with the collection. But this is uh, something that is changing in the life of everybody, the different paradigm in the contact with the physical world. And the museums cannot ignore this factor, uh, otherwise they run the risk to be marginalized and to become irrelevant, if you want, uh, as an experience in the building of the personality of people, for instance, of cool children and so on. So the, the, the first point I want to stress with you is to put uh, in this context uh, our uh, discussions, <laughs> our problems. Uh, and uh, the other point is that uh, uh, we have always a certain trend, we, I mean museum people in general, to experience to tell the people, the, the audience, what we offer. Uh, and it is important, but, and it has to be done. But uh, perhaps it, 
would be useful uh, to have a strategy of communication which includes also uh, to deal with the audience as citizens which uh, who have a responsibility as citizens so what they feel they can do for the museum because the museum is theirs and if it is a common good uh, we need a partner an active partenariat it doesn't mean necessarily that you use the museum but you contribute to the life of the museum in one way or the other so far it has been basically volunteering and a little money but probably the potential is wider. It's a very good reflecting. How can museums involve local communities by including them in their curatorial and educational projects? Uh, this uh, is uh, one is a, um, a next step uh, because certainly the participatory side could be um, uh, important. Uh, Uh, this happens also in other sectors, not only in museums, uh, the co-creation, for instance. But um, uh, I, uh, I think that we must be intellectually honest. There is a degree of specialization, which is as it is. Uh, Masterchef uh, is nice, uh, and, but uh, uh, My, I don't know, um, my mother was an excellent cook, but she was not able to run a restaurant. That's the point. And this distinction remains. Um, but she could have been a great, uh, uh, not only promoter, but experience and content provider to somebody, for instance, who would be curious about uh, the Lombardy traditional cuisine. I'm, I'm living in Milan, in Lombardy. So, so it depends on the role. I think that, uh, and for instance, here it's very important, the role of parents or, uh, or any form of educational, uh, educational uh, role, educational agency, not only school, but any place, any organization or individual who is involved in the educational process, formal or informal. So I understand that this implies a certain attitude towards propaganda in some sense. Uh, but that's a situation. I mean, we have a problem of museum literacy, uh, apart from the problem of literacy in general, but we have a problem of museum literacy. As it was, uh, for the teachers at the elementary school uh, 100 years ago in countries like Italy or Spain or Portugal or Greece, where the level of literacy was rather low comparing with England or Scandinavia, for instance, or Germany. Uh, and you remember their role went beyond the school and they were activists, if you want, not in the sense of uh, Uh, political activism, but the cultural activist in some sense. So here the success would be if we manage to have in the, in the audience a network of 
museum activists in some sense, and people who, who not simply invite the others to visit the museum, but find they will find their own way. If we respect and we think they have a potential, they will find their own way. We must give the framework and we must give the impulse and the resources, not only money, but a bit, the, I mean, the collection, the place, the experience we offer. And then this could be the co-creation. Uh, personally, but I'm old-fashioned, I admit, uh, I'm less tempted by the idea that you can co-create the exhibition about Raffaello together with uh, the butcher and around, uh, around the, the corner, not because I despise, the, I underestimate the butcher who doesn't exist any longer, we have only supermarkets, uh, it's, uh, industrial is uh, archaeology of commerce but anyway said say the shop assistant at the supermarket but simply because he or she has different talents so that's uh, something that uh, is is a bit velatarian um, uh, i uh, i think that each of us can, should contribute to society with his own or her own talents uh, but the, there is a wide space, wide room, there is room for a mutual uh, a mutual incentive to grow together. And uh, in, in, in conclusion, there is always something to learn. And this is vice versa <laughs> in the audience and in the museum team. Massimo, thank you very much for your input. Thanks to you. I hope to be clear enough and not too boring. And all the best for your project. Thank you very much. We hope this episode has provided you with valuable information about public participation in museums. Thanks for listening to Museum Sub, a podcast for the Reheritage Project, and stay tuned for the next episode. We inherit, redefining the future of cultural heritage. For more information about the Reinherit project, go to reinherit.eu and check our social channels. Reinherit, make it your own.